Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Serene. In this podcast you will find movie reviews and TV show reviews, the latest news about the film industry, monthly watch list, award show predictions and recaps, recaps on events like Netflix's To Doom. You will receive two episodes a week, Thursdays and Sundays. You can follow me on Instagram at movie reviews with Serene and Movie Reviews with Serene podcast. Come join the journey. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. You guys, I just found out that the podcast hit another milestone of 2,000 plays um, right around the corner of its three-year anniversary and to that i'm i just want to say i'm truly grateful and blessed that i get to do this with you guys and i'm just very grateful and for every single one of you that you tune in every single sunday and thursday and i have more guest episodes but also solo episodes planned like I said, or been saying, like I've been saying, the past few weeks, I'll be going on a hiatus in August, but I'll have so many episodes banked for the month of September, where my summer, like where my podcast break will conclude. With that being said, I... We'll be talking about The Flash. Then also, I also watched Asteroid City. I can't wait to talk about that. But also about The Crowd Room, the latest episode. I'm kind of sad that it will end um, this Friday. But I also started watching um, the second season of Foundation. I'm going to talk about a little bit, not too much. Because I want to do a full review on its second season when it's all over in a few weeks. And then I'll also be talking about the second season of About Elementary. Those are the topics for today's um, episode. And also, I will also... Like I, I will also share some news with you. Um, and I also found out some really cool like release dates in regards of TV shows and movies. So you will be listening to that <clears throat> in the news section segment of the podcast. Also, I sounded a little bit off because. I went to bed at 3 a.m. today because I was talking to my friend who is my best friend, he who is residing in New York City and we have a time difference of six hours. So we had a lot to talk about but it was a lot of fun anyways even though it was like even though it was like 3 a.m i was so like wide awake but yeah 
Um, let's talk about Flash. That Flash. Also, um, before talking about the Flash, I, like, really watched the second episode of the second season of Foundation. So, it's, it was so good. Anyways, let's talk about Flash. So, I have to say before, like, going into the, you know, the usual, my, my usual structure of my movie reviews, I want to say that DC has created a better multiverse movie than Marvel. And I'm saying this in comparison to multi to, to Doctor Strange and the multiverse in the multi multiverse of madness because it's so much better than that movie but not as like I put Spider Man across to Spider Verse and The Flash into one category so those two are like the best multiverse movies in a while. And so like um I don't know if you guys know this, but this movie was supposed to come out in 2018. Got delayed due to COVID and to Ezra's public image. But I have to say, I really like liked Ezra's, Ezra Miller's um, portrayal of two berries this time. And I loved that they, like, the, the plot of the movie was, like, talking, was, like, kind of introductory to Flashpoint, a comic from, I think, 19, 1955, I think. So, it's, like, a Flash in an alternative universe. And also, like, the introduction, like, the reintroduction to michael keaton as batman it was so cool seeing him and also like ben affleck but also george clooney it was so cool to see him like if i were a man i would have wanted to age like clooney like he is so old but he looks so handsome still and yeah Anyways, so, and then also, there were also some cameos. I screamed at two. And we also finally saw Supergirl. And also, like, I have to say, um, she was kind of shortened. But it was still cool to see her. But, um, the trailers of, of and featurettes of The Flash were... Or like, they made the build-up of the return of Michael Keaton so much more, like, climatic than it actually was in the movie. But it was still cool to see him in him and him, like, using his Batman um, lines from the Batman. And it was so cool seeing him and, like, I know I it was a piece of nostalgia I really needed but I have to say like all the cast was so good especially 
Ber- uh, Ezra Miller playing both berries. I love the fact that the one, like the Flashpoint berry, uh, the Flashpoint Flash, was so like like a so much like a candy in a in a a kid in a candy store, and he was like so fond of the Flash suit, and and like him having to eat so much. And like him having uh, uh, being able to transport to wherever, but like I cried so many times in this movie, especially in that one supermarket. Actually, two supermarket scenes. Um, it was very emotional, and also like it was an emotional roller coaster. Like there were so many funny lines. Like this, there was this one fun line where the like the berry, the other berry. He was getting used to this uh, flash, flash suit, and so Ezra, like the Barry, he like the Barry who traveled back in time, that one, um, he gave him this ring with the flash suit, and he's like, you were supposed to catch. He's like to the other, like the younger Barry. He's like, you were supposed to catch it before it lands on on the ground. He's like, oh. It was so funny, but like so many funny lines. Like, I love this. Um, I love this movie so much. I had so much fun watching it, and I had like I went back a few times, like like I had I went whole sequences or scenes back because it was so funny. Um, yeah, it was so good. Like. It was so good. Like and like I get some people weren't having it with the CGI, but to me the CGI was so much better than, you know, my all-time favorite um movie which I like to compare to comp- which I like using in comparisons to s- bad CGI's. And that's like the Suicide that's like the Suicide Squad from David Ayer. But yeah, it was so a lot of fun, like the cameos, the lines, the like Aquaman at the end, um, like at the post post credit scene. I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I also, you know, me. I don't like when a movie is PG thirteen, but this one was so much fun that I actually like forgot about it but it was so 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 good and yeah I cannot wait to rewatch it actually it's like it it seems long but it doesn't really seems that way that 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 way like the movies The movie is like um two hours and twenty four minutes, but it never really seems that way. And also like seeing also like the Batman gear was also really cool, like from the movies and um the comics and 
some certain like certain scenes of the movie i learned that uh, after watching a breakdown movie a breakdown video on youtube about the movie that um many scenes were like shot as if they were like how how they were drawn or written in the flashpoint comics so that was really cool and also like seeing um seeing like nicholas cage as superman was also very interesting but yeah there's so much to tell like so much to say about this movie but I will definitely make a spoiler review once, like if once it once the release will be like a few more months uh, in behind us, us. So I don't like spoiler you guys, but it was so good. Like, ugh, I I had so much fun, and I wasn't as I was one. I was very appreciative of my mom, but two, I was in the in a really good mood afterwards yeah it was a lot of fun i really liked it i cannot say like i cannot say that i i didn't like much uh, because there isn't much to me so like there's there isn't like much to dislike so yeah we will i will definitely do a uh, spoiler view because I have to talk so much, like, I have to say, I have so much to say, but I cannot because I don't want to spoil you, but, yeah, like, if you have the chance, watch it, it's so good. I would also, but I would also say that watch it, like, at least three times, because, whereas, like, as it was similar to the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, you will miss certain um, connections, references, or like background happenings, um, so watch it at least three times. Also, like there were so many like really cool shots, and shots were like, oh my god, like this looks so cool. So yeah, I will definitely do a spoiler review of the Flash, so I can spoiler the shit out of this movie but um let's talk about another movie i watched and it's and that was um asteroid city asteroid city is wes anderson's newest movie and the cast is so good like i love Jeff Goldblum as as an alien in this, but yeah. So Astro City stars. Oh, it stars Edward Norton, Jason Schwartzman, Jake Ryan, Scarlett Johansson, Grace Edward Edwards, Maya Hawke, Jeff Wright. Tom Hanks, oh, I loved his, I loved his character, and also, like, Steve Carell's character, oh, I loved those two. 
probably those like Scar Scarlet's character, Tom Hanks' character, um, Jeff Goldblum's character, Margot Robbie's character, even though her character was very short, but her character and also um, Steve Carell's character, those were my favorites out of all the cast members. But let's continue. Then it also stars Matt Dillon. Oh yeah, also his character was also fun. Then... Steve Carell, I said that. Um, oh yeah, Tilda Swinton, Swin Tilda Swinton was also really cool seeing her in that movie and also her role. I loved her role as well. Then, yeah, Jeff Goldblum as the alien <laughs> was so funny. Adrian Brody, then Hong Chow, um, Margot Robbie, as I said. So, so many other humans. So, and this movie is like rated PG 13 for brief graphic nudity, smoking, and some suggestive material, but also violence but also like mild violence so yeah it was like this movie it's i don't know what to say like it's so different but like it's it's this it 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 um hmm It like jumps from the asteroid city to kind of like a play where where it's like where this writer he he like showcases the play to us viewers um it's a fictional play, obviously, about grief, about the grieving father that's played by Jason Schwartzman, and who travels with his tech-obsessed family to a small rural asteroid city to compete in a jo junior stargazing event, only to have his world view disrupted forever. And like, it's so i don't know how to describe but it's so cool to me because you you get the shenanigans in asteroid city and then it, the movie like goes to the black and white um like the writer where the writer is like narrating the play which you don't see actually happening in asteroid city it's so different difficult to um to like to like 
explain, but I had so much fun watching it, even though I was a little confused at the about its ending, but I like I enjoyed it. Like I thought, like Jason Schwartzman, um, he kind of forms this love relationship kind of with scarlett johansson and who plays this actress she comes to oyster city because she is like in preparation for a movie role and then we have that plot then we have tom hanks who plays joyce jason swartzman's um father-in-law who wants to take like who wants to take away the children because he thinks that Jason Schwartzman isn't well equipped enough to take care of the thought of the of his daughter of, of like his grand female grandchildren so then there's that plot and there's um Steve Carell like he runs this motel where actually like um Scarlett Johansson and Jason Schwartzman like are staying it at and it's so much fun like it's so funny and the dialogue is so funny cheesy like witty smart it's so cool and then we have Tilda Swinton who after Chef Goldblum like they they, they were this like star stargazing event and Chef Goldblum like came as this alien and then um he said goodbye and then he like like he that actually that was like in just acoustically like he, there was this music so he like waved and then he flew like with his ufo and so after that events tilda swinton is like trying to find out you know if there are more, many more aliens or you know she plays this very smart um scientist and then they're like it's it's so much like it's so so much is happening in so little time because the movie is like one hour and 45 minutes but and also it's divided in acts i think four or five acts i'm not sure but many many acts and like those acts like jump from i say some of them are foreshadowing some of them are flashba uh, flashbacks. Some of them are like jumping from Asteroid City and the play, like the black and white play. But it's so good. Like the, it can be very confusing, but the acting is so good. Like it's for sure an Academy Award um, candidate. But yeah, it was so much fun like watching it and also it it like it opens a conversation about so so many things and topics which you guys know i love but i will definitely re-watch it because i think and i believe that i missed a few things in the background or like while certain things were happening so and also like there were so many like kind of like racism aspects but also like so so many other like stuff like 
gender equality or like gender roles or um, certain things. I don't want to spoil it, but it's so, so good. Like, I will have to do a spoiler review on this movie as well. Because there's so much that I want to say, but I cannot because I don't want to spoil her. You. So, look forward for a The Flash spoiler review and a Astros, Astro City spoiler review. Like this, like, I watched this movie back to back, the both movies back to back, and it's definitely the best movies that I, um, one of the best movies I've watched all the year, but it's so good. Like, I, I cannot stop rethinking of the, like, of the, um, certain, like, scenes, or, and also, like, the production design was so good. Also, like, the fourth wall breaking a few times was really clever, and, like, I know, like, something gets, like, mentioned, and then you immediately, like, the camera, like, pans, like, goes to, like, you know, um, it's being, like, you go with the camera, and then you see that object or that person, so it's really cool, it's, it's so cleverly done, so that it's so made cleverly, but that I had so much fun, and it's so, so good, like, I cannot wait to really dive in and do a spoiler talk spoiler review of this movie i guess in a few months but it's really like the anticipation was so worth it and the hype of onto it uh, uh, onto it was so worth it even though i was a bit confused about the ending but yeah it was still a lot of fun i will like go into this in detail in my spoiler review but i found it even more like um more political than some other movies but also like it also has so much to do with like upbringing and belief systems and and ugh, mm, how could i not spoil this but some aspects of our like upbringing should i say but yeah it's it, i don't know like it's so difficult to to talk about this movie because yes it's like a lot of is happening but at the end most of it ties ties in with the like ties uh, or like, comes to an end with the ending of the movie Nevertheless, it's so, 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 so good. And so, like, well done and and unexpectedly um, brutal and political and, yeah, I guess brutal is the best word for what I'm not trying to spoiler, but try to, I'm trying to, like, describe the best I can. Anyways, let's go into the new section.
So, David Fincher's The Killer will be premiering at the 2023 Venice Film Festival. Then we got a new trailer for Gen V and looked so cool and it will be released on on September on September second uh, excuse me second September um twenty ninth on Prime Video and I'm so and I'm so excited to watch it in September. But along with um, The Wheel of Time. Yeah, I'm also very excited about that. And the last season of Stranger Things will be released on... Uh, in the year of 2024. So Dwayne Johnson, The Rock Johnson, has um, donated a historic sum to SAG after strike support. And according to Variety, he said, and I quote, it's the largest single donation that we have ever received from one individual at one time. End of quote. Then Barbie is the one movie in the world. Number one movie in the world in the world and it like topped Oppenheimer. And I am so excited to watch Barbie. After like reading reviews, see, watching reviews, and so on and so forth. So Elliot, Elliot Page will star in Close to You. And this one, this movie will be premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival later this year. And the movie centers on a young transgender man who anxiously returns home, dreading the process of reconnecting with the family that continues to push him away. Hmm. Then Elizabeth Olsen, Carrie Coon and Natasha Leon will star as sisters who reunite after their father's health declines in his three dollars which will be also premiering at toronto international film festival later this year and barbie opened with 337 million worldwide and its budget was 145 million and it's like said that it's this movie of the summer then quentin tarantino did the barbie hammer double watch on their opening weekend 
according to a priority. Then Greta Gerwig has scored the biggest opening weekend for a female director with Barbie. Then George R. R. Martin says he is working on the winds of winter almost every day and is making study progress. And he continued by saying, and I quote, not as fast as I would like. Certainly not as fast as you would like, but progress nonetheless. End of quote. And that's a that's his next book adaptation. Also, Barbie also topped uh, the Flash and Indiana Jones on on the movies opening weekend. Oppenheimer made um eighty point five million uh, on the on its opening weekend. So an animated Watchmen movie is releasing in twenty twenty four. The writer, or, or one of the writer of Mo, of Their Devil Born Again, Molly Nussbaum, said to devrap.com that no, and I quote, no streaming residuals means the money you make on a job has to now last you 6 to 14 months. And I quote, and I, and she added, and I quote, um, I was an exact producer in April on a hit show for streaming and I was die driving for Lyft in December. End of quote. Oh, that's sad. Then Giancarlo Esposito said, and I quote, I remember when work was spa- sparse. I could go to the mailbox and count on it this residual check to be there and pull me through. And the quote. And he continued by saying, Compe- compa- compensation for the hard work I had already rendered and it's Reuse. Those days are long past. End of quote. Mm, that's sad. He said that too, or I found it on discussing film on Twitter. Oh, now X.
So both Barbie and Oppenheimer um, received an A cinema score from the audi from audiences. So Greg 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 Tagoric is now on track to break the record for the biggest domestic opening for a female director in Hollywood history with Barbie. As she should. Then Challengers starring Zendaya has been delayed to April 26th, 2024. It was supposed to come out in November. And Saw 10 also will be now released in September this year instead of, I think, November this year. Then they cloned Tyrone, debuted with a score on Rotten Tomatoes with 98%. And I haven't watched it yet, but I I know it will be a feast to watch it, so I will be watching it when I release this episode. Or after, is it? So, Christopher Nolan said to 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 this one podcaster named Josh Horowitz Horowitz that and a good it would be an amazing privilege to direct a James Bond movie. End of quote. I look. I would. I would watch it. So, Brie Larson's newest series on Apple 3 Plus, titled Lessons with Chemistry, will be released on October 13th, 2023. Then a, a new adult com- 
adult uh, cartoon titled Strange Planet will be released on August 9th, 2023 on Apple TV Plus. Then Slip, a, a Roku original, will be released on August 4th on Roku, but um, on Paramount Plus also for us German, Austrian, and Swiss human beings. Then, Digman, a series, I think it's an adult series, a cartoon adult series, will be released on August 11th on Paramount Plus. Then the third season of iCarly will be released on August 25th on Paramount Plus, but only for Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Then only Murders in the Building will be released on August 8th, season 3 on Disney Plus. I'm so excited for that one. And The Bear season 2 will be released on August 16th on Disney Plus, but also in but only in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Okay, that's for the seven. Okay, so I finished the second half of the second season of Abbott Elementary a few, well, actually, a few, well, like two weeks ago, or no, one week ago. So I have to say, I really, really like it, liked it, and still like it, and it's so much fun, and also like, there were so many great like lines or like scenes or like especially towards the end of the season um towards the end of the season there was really like this like scene which you which made you like feel so bad for Quince, Quince, for, what's her name? I, I can never, like, um, Quinta Bronson, Quinta Bronson, uh, Quinta Bronson's character, Janine, and uh, she had this very, like, um, com- very like hard conversation with her mom who only like came back into her life because of money issues and so i was like wow like all the cast members were so great and the plot was so funny like the episodes were like very snackable but funny and i don't know like i love this series like this series is such a gem to watch and it's also like very snackable on like I don't know, how long is the episode? It's like... 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 22 minutes, something like that. Like, so, so much. So, so snackable. But 
and so like humane and relatable and I don't know, I love this series and I love the season and I had so much fun watching this season. I can't wait for the third season. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I I re revisit some some episodes um or like you know in my mind but it's so and like then start like laughing because it's so much it's so entertaining like it's like they they shoot shots at like disney and gen z millennials and i'm a millennial but like you know at us or like it it's so so much so so many topics and i just but it, it can also be very serious often so it's it's a it's an amazing balance of like being serious but being funny but then being serious again so i love this series so much like if you haven't watched it yet like watch season one and season two on disney plus and hulu and this is not sponsored i'm just saying it i love the cast like my favorite characters are janine then then gregory um ava <laughs> the tone deaf principal <laughs> then melissa and Mr. Johnson, like, it's, like, the twist, it was so funny, and, like, the cleverness of the episodes, like, the structure, and, like, the theme, they were, like, they were having this competition in episode, I think it was, um, Oh, yeah, episode 11, where they had made, they had this, like, reading competition throughout the whole school, and obviously, like, Melissa won, but, you know, it was so much fun. Like, there are so many, like, clever episodes where I was, like, Oh my god, like, wow, like, this is so clever, like, this is so creative, and, I don't know, I love this series so much, like, it's, it's so, it's a, it, it become, it, it has become a comfortable, a comfort, um, series of mine. But, like, my favorite episodes are... I have to say, of this season, I have to say, I have to say like episode 21, then episode 19, episode 11, episode 15, episode...
17 episode 22 like it was so cool like please like please 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 watch this series you won't regret it it's it's it really like enhanced my life and mental health so we're good it's so good now from something lighthearted like about elementary let's talk about something serious and triggering and possibly difficult to watch and that's um episode nine of the crowded room so in episode nine of the crowded room um Tommy, Tom Holland, really like showed, showcased his acting skills in this one as well. And it was like even more difficult because we found out so, so many like new things about his upbringing and, um, And, but also we, we, like, it was, like, really walking towards the season finale, and that, in, and I'm, like, saying it because, um, because, like, we were, like, in the trial, like, in the courtroom with Tom, um, and so, Amanda Seyfried's character and his lawyer, they... They were like trying to come, you know, they were like trying to They were like trying to convince the jury that he, that, that the reason why Tommy uh, Not Tommy, that they, the, Danny Sullivan Has these people like his mm, his psyche is split. It was because, like, was because he was trigger warning, as sexually assaulted when he was younger. So they were trying to convince the journey of that, and like you know, because when this, since it wasn't like it, like having multiple. Having like DID, dissociation, identification, uh, what was it? Dissociation, uh, identification disorder. It's now the modern, mo modern turn of, or turn of that, of that, of, um, Danny's, um, Danny's like, diagnosis but back then it wasn't diagnosed and the name was different uh, it, it was like multi multiple personality disorder but now it's like did and i know that because i because when i was like preparing for my psychology entrance um entrance uh exam 
to study psychology i had to learn about that and i learned that it like it was it was called multiple um personality disorder but now it's called like did and that's dissociative identification disorder but so yeah that's like and like and that's why i know that but um but like so they are like trying to convince the jury and the judge judge to like that Danny can't be convicted because or like that his sentence should be lowered um because of his like illness but in order to do that his mom candy has to take the stand and tell which she did she took the stand and tell like, the truth like because she obviously she knew that marlin was uh, abusing adam and him adam and and danny so so yeah she like at first she's like i don't i don't want this there i'm not doing it then she kind of like takes the stand but lies she's like i don't know i didn't know that so then i was so mad because like you see danny's eyes like saying oh my god like you're so i'm so disappointed because that was his like one shot to not get um to not like be convicted with a life sentence but yeah and then like the episode ended but it was so difficult to watch because we were like going having flash forwards flashbacks and it was so so difficult but i cannot wait for because there was this kind of like cliffhanger um as in every single episode of the series but like it was so difficult to watch like i was crying at the end of the episode when when she like denied everything when like candy denied everything i was like oh i was so furious but it was still a good episode and i cannot wait to to see how they will like end this season it was also like very very mind-blowing where you as a viewer were like on a roller coaster ride of emotions and through them like the and like also it also like had to do with various mental health um challenges where like the acting was so good and the writing and directing as well and the production definitely deserves praise for how like for how well this episode emphasized the importance of mental health awareness and like that it's okay to get help when you need help and like 
the support in our society. Like it's okay to reach out and get help without feeling shame or guilt. And like this episode was also thought provoking and engaging throughout, and Candy's like portrayal effectively reflects the reality of being a victim and. Raya, that's Amanda Seyfried's um, character, sheds light onto the fine line between victimization and, or like she shed the light on the victimization and perpetration and like, um, And like hard, and wait, like um, victimization and like what, um, how it is to live with this like trauma, and the ending was heart wrenching. As a whole, this episode was remarkable, and like in acting, in storytelling, and mental health representation and like i'm so stoked for the season finale of this show this friday like i i i I have no words like i was speechless after watching this episode i also like i also as I told you, also on the Friday, um, the second season of Foundation is now streaming on Apple Three Plus as well. And so, I, in preparation of that season, I watched, I rewatched um, the first season, and I have to say. The opening scene of this first episode of season two was something, something which crawled up onto your skin, skin. And I want to like emphasis on basically And like basically Jared Harris's like portrayal of the Mad King. And it was so good that I was like, oh my god. Like the first episode, especially the opening scene, left me speechless. And the episode overall was very, very good. And um, but this episode, like the episode I watched today, the second episode. I rewatched today actually. It kind of topped the first episode of season two to, for me, and of course it had a cliffhanger, but it was so cool. Like, like the first episode of season two, it had so many cool shots, like one takes, and this like 
really cool MMA fight with Klee. What's his name? Klee, 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 Klee. Klee, the Emperor. Um. I think his name is Emperor Cleon, Cleon, something like that. But like, so oh yeah, the the like the MMA scene with him was so cool. Like he gets assassinated, blah blah blah. But like, ah, uh, like it's so good. Like we like the the season was actually the first season was like released back in 2021 and they came back with a bang like it's so good like it's it it deserves a a spoiler talk like a spoiler season two review of foundation but if you haven't watched it yet it's very similar to To like, I would say the Sandman, but also Game of Thrones, but also um, Silo a little bit. So it's the best sci-fi series 
so beautifully like shot and edited and the production also and and i will also say it's like also reminds me of a kind of star wars a little bit so it's like the best sci-fi series after silo for me so yeah like there were so many twists and turns and like revelations where i was like oh my god like especially in the first first episode but of season two but also like in the second episode of season two um yeah like i will definitely spoiler the shit out of this series once all the episodes have been released so it's so good like if you haven't watched it yes the episodes are like an hour plus but it's so worth it because you get so invested and you get so invested and you want to like find out how it's like how the story will unfold or like how certain people will finally receive justice and so on and so forth so it's it's very intriguing if you haven't watched it yet please watch foundation on apple tv plus this is not sponsored i'm just saying this because more people yeah it's it's like kind of confusing at times especially the first season because it plays um it plays like around so many like different timelines but once you understand it it's very like slow at times, but like once you understand uh, the how the structure of the series, because it's like it flash, it's like jumps back to time, forward to time, so it's 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 a mess. But once you understand it and once you get to get used to it, it's so much fun, and you will thank me later, hopefully. But it's so so good. With that being said, thank you so, so much for listening because this episode, uh, this segment marks the end of the episode. So. I cannot wait to talk about um, the final episode of Foundation, uh, no, not Foundation, but the final episode of The Crowded Room with you guys on Thursday, actually, mm, not Thursday, on Sunday, but I'm also very thankful for, for the fact that we will be celebrating the third season of the podcast, basically it's like the third year anniversary of the blog but also the podcast so i'm kind of like celebrating both on the same day but yeah i am so i'm like immensely grateful that i get to do what i love and share it with so so many people and i'm also very thankful for the guests i've been having on the show and the and many many more guests will be having on the show so it like i will go on on a break in August, the month of August, but I will come back in September with a bang, with like so many episodes banked, because I will be obviously like 
recording episodes um, during the month of August with guests as well. So it's really cool to be able to do that. But yeah, I'm just so grateful and you know the deal. Um, check out my social media, which are linked on the in the show notes and you can listen listen to this episode on Amazon Music and Spotify Spotify then on Spotify oh yeah Spotify Spotify then on um Stitcher Podcasters mm, YouTube very soon then also on Apple Mu- Apple Podca- Podcast. So, yeah. I wish you a great day, night, wherever. And I'll talk to you on Thursday. Bye.